0: this episode is brought to you by irene's braids we have made it through another month of 2020 and if you are like me things are flying by what has been helping me so much is knowing that my hair is together and the person that helps with it is irene's braids she is a master braider with a massive social media following and growing hands Trust me, ladies, your edges are safe with her. Check out her Instagram at Irene's Braids. That's I-R-E-N-E-S-B-R-A-I-D-S to see some of her work. Also, follow the link in her bio to make your appointment today. Now for the show. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Take a Break, the podcast. For this week's episode, we are diving into how to take a break from being a mom. And joining us on the podcast is Jacqueline Stewart. Jacqueline Stewart is a mom, wife, author, and visionary. She is a two-time graduate of Teen Mania Ministries in Garden Valley, Texas, a graduate of Northwestern State University with a bachelor's in liberal arts and theaters. And Northwestern State University is located in Natchitoches, Louisiana. She is also a licensed minister of Zion Hill Church Family in Pineville, Louisiana, a mental health coach certified by New Skills Academy USA, and is currently getting her master's degree in clinical mental health counseling through Capella University. You can find her on Instagram and of course we'll share all her awesome information and things about that but she is basically on here today to talk to her about her background and how to help moms take a break from being a mom. So welcome to the podcast, Jacqueline. How are you? I'm
1: doing great. It has been a busy and a long day, but I'm so grateful to be here talking with you on tonight.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. We are recording for everybody. We are recording on a Thursday night. So after work and all this good stuff, it, which is, you know, one of the craziest times right. of being a mom <laughs> is a weeknight. So I was so happy to kind of have this realness and, and have this real time uh, in the middle of the work week interview yes. and happy that you could do that. So can you just start off with I've given like the background, but can you just share your journey with us about your background as a mental health coach?
1: Okay, well, if I can give you a little bit more than just uh, my background as a mental mental health coach, um, I'm also a wife, a mother. Of course, I work full time and I am a grad student and I'm currently studying clinical mental health counseling. Now, how I came about with mental health and support coaching is my nine to five is actually helping young people who who have a mental illness or some kind of developmental delay. And so I've been doing that for a few years, and I absolutely love to serve in that capacity. Not only that, I'm a mom of a five-year-old that has autism. I'm also a mom of an an eight-year-old that has ADHD, which falls under the mental health or um, spectrum. So um, not only do I deal with this in my work life, but I deal with this in my home life as well. And not just that um, and and not just going to school for it, but also in my own personal life, I have dealt with uh, mental health issues. You know, there was a time where I was going through a period of severe depression, anxiety, fear, um, even suicidal Mm -hmm. thoughts. And so not only do I know how to reach out to others through a prof- in a professional way, but also in a personal way. And then uh, on top of that, uh, again, I'm a minister as well. So just serving people is just something in my heart. And my purpose has always been to, to help people emotionally, mentally, and spiritually so that they can move, move forward um, successfully in their purpose. So that's my heart behind it. That's a little bit of history behind it. And so it's just something that I I, I do every day and I enjoy doing in my community. um, I normally do like women's conferences, workshops and things, you know, in that nature where I, you know, inspire, encourage and empower women. But the thing that I know about uh, mental health when it comes to mental health is if we don't have our mental health intact, then it's going to be hard for us to operate on our day to day job. It's going to be hard for us to be you know, good mothers to our children, good spouses to, you know, our husbands, just good, uh, um, you know, a good support to, you know, our family members. You know, even right now, I have a sister that is on hospice. She has stage four cancer. You know, in order for me to help my mom with, you know, taking care of my sister, my mental health has to be intact because that's a lot of work. And then recently, I just, um, my middle sister just lost her son, Um, her son passed away two weeks ago. And, you know, we have that funeral this weekend. And so I've just been trying to be a pillar to her as well as a pillar to my mom with taking care of my older, oldest sister with stage four cancer. But I say all that to say is, is that if we're not taking care of ourselves, then we're not able to love and help those people that love us in return.
0: Ooh, definitely agree. Because you have you have to take care of yourself. You have to your wellness and I think we overlook that as women, especially as mothers, right. because we're just so conditioned to be caregivers that we put ourselves last Correct. and you cannot feel from an empty cup. Right. So this is so helpful and I know eye opening and insightful that you, you kicked off things with saying
1: right, that. right.
0: So, yes, it's very important. Yes, it is. It is definitely very important. I'm going to before I segue into the next question, I'm going to read a part of this article I found from Huff Post. Um, And the article is by Amanda King. And it says what we mean when we say we need a break. It's written from the lens of a stay at home mom. But um, I definitely think it applies to all moms in general. Um, So the author writes, as a stay-at-home mom of two small children, when I say that I need a break, I'm not talking about wanting a vacation or treat as a reward for doing my job. Needing a break doesn't mean that I'm seeking a respite from my responsibilities or that I want to put my feet up. It means that I need a moment to feel like a human being in the midst of a relentless life where I don't belong to myself anymore, where I give my love and energy away every moment of my existence, and can't figure out how to keep any for myself. So I thought that was pretty powerful and really goes hand in hand with my next question for you, which is why is it so important for mothers to find time to take a break for themselves?
1: Well, I'm going to be just straightforward and and simple and honest with that that question. I think it's important um, okay. that we find time for ourselves. And I, I, for me personally, is so that we don't go crazy. Okay. And when I say crazy, I mean that we're not um, okay walking around in <laughs> frustration and we're not yelling at everybody and we're not going off the handle. Um, and then all of that stress and that yelling and that frustration, it wears on the body. It literally wears on the body. So not only are you worn down emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, but you're worn down physically. And so that's why it's so important that we, you know, we get some kind of break or that we just, you know, take care of ourselves, even if it's just, you know, taking a hot bath, you know, even if it's just working out for 30 minutes or um, watching, you know, our intake, what we're eating, you know, even the environment that we're around. Is so important because I can say this for us working moms, you know, sometimes we find ourselves in working environments that just Uh aren't conducive to our spirit. You know, they're, they're heavy, can be heavy work environments and, you know, you're, you're around, um, you know, you can be around toxic individuals, negative people, you know, so it's just important that we, um, get away so that we can rejuvenate. You know, so that we can have joy and peace and just be able to function, you know, without going crazy. And again, just being able to, um, once we're replenished, then we're able to pour that love out in the magnitude that we need to pour it out. Like for me, for instance, you know, again, my, my son has autism, you know, so that's an extra care that I have to do as a mom. My daughter having ADHD, that takes extra patience. As a mom, because children with ADHD, sometimes it's just hard for them to focus, mm-hmm. whether it's the hyperactive ADHD that they have or the inattentive ADHD. So, you know, we have to replenish and, and not just, you know, for our children and for our spouses, but we have to replenish for our purpose. And that's what I tell moms, just because you're a mom, of course, being a mom is a part of your purpose, but that's not all that you are put on this earth to do. And so in order to replenish, you know, we need to replenish for our purpose as well. You know, not just for the kids, not just for the husband, not just for our jobs, not just for our family members, but for the fulfillment of our purpose as well.
0: That is powerful right there. So that is, I already know. See, you've jumped into it and already give me a breakaway (laughs) for the overall message of this interview. We have to replenish for our purpose. Well, you know, because... You have so many moms Um, and I don't even say it's moms. I think, you know, some people feel, we feel in society that once you become a mom, that's all people see you as. Right. And then we get stuck, especially as women, um, thinking that, well, this is this is my purpose. Mm-hmm. I was just put here to mm-hmm. do this, to be this mom. But like you said, that's not the that's not your only purpose. There are other things for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And can I say something real quick? You said that you sure can, Okay, yeah. you said that um when we become mothers that's all that people see us as but really it's not people it's really ourselves. Sometimes we 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 stick ourselves in the box as a mother. Ooh,
0: and then one yeah. day
1: we wake up and we realize, "Hey, where did my life go?" You know, and when we really think about it, nobody has put us in that box except for ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that, that's the thing about it. You know, it's, you know, I don't, I tend to, when I work with people or coach people, you know, or, you know, give people advice, I always say, okay, wait a minute, let's look within and not without, because it's not really others that's putting us in a, in a box. It's ourselves as moms putting us in the box. And we begin to think that our entire life is about you know, um, raising our children. And even for those of you that are married, you begin to think that your entire life is about your spouse and it's not so, but you have allowed yourself to put yourself in a box when there's so much purpose that you have to give and that you have to live. And so we have to, um, wake up even as moms and say, wait a minute, there's more to my life than, than just, you know, being a mother, and when we don't realize that, that's when we get into this space of darkness, when all we're trying to be is a mom and all we're trying to be is a spouse, mm-hmm. we, 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 we will get in a place of darkness. And so that's why it's so important that we follow our purpose, that we empower other mothers, we empower other women, we teach other women. Because for me, even though I had a mom, I just kind of feel like nobody taught me how to transition into motherhood. So then, when I got into motherhood, I didn't know that I had to prioritize my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that prioritizing life in my day-to-day duties um, was important. So I began to get overwhelmed. And so that's something that I teach women. I teach. I teach four things. You know, um, I talk about four things. That's prioritizing your life. That's taking time to pray. For some people, it's meditate. Also. Um, boundaries. That's the third thing I teach about boundaries. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth thing I teach about purpose. And so, you know, it's just important when we transition into motherhood, that we understand that we don't lose our life. We're just adding on to it. And then we just have to learn how to adjust to it.
0: I like that. Thank you for that. So you've already kind of touched on this. Talk about self-care that mothers can do, but can you just maybe rehash some things that mothers can do um, as quick and easy self-care? I'm a big proponent of um, anyone, uh, but especially mothers looking at their day and finding just 10 to 15 minutes in their day to take a break for themselves. Right. So what is your kind of advice and thoughts on that? So
1: again, I'm going to say this, at least take five to 15 minutes out of your day to pray or to meditate. And this is the reason why, because when you pray and when you meditate, you are, you are centering your spirit and you are energizing yourself to conquer your day. So whatever it is that you're going to face during that day, you know, working with people, mm-hmm. emotions and all of those things, when you just take some time just to meditate or to pray and to center yourself, you're already saying, okay, I'm ready to conquer this day. You know, because we know that once we get up in the morning and we start getting our kids ready for school, things can become so hectic. And so just taking that time to, um, again, just to pray and to meditate, to make right. be it self care. Also, take 30 minutes out of your day to do some kind of um, activity, exercising. You know, for me, where, where I live, I don't have family around. Um, I usually mm-hmm. have to travel out of town, you know, to, to uh, go visit my mom and to help her with my sister. And, you know, my siblings don't live here. You know, so for me, it was hard to be able to get to a gym, you know, or want to go walking with my children. And then my husband is in the military. So a lot of mm-hmm. times i wouldn't say the load would fall on mm. me but you know it, it would be a lot that i would have to juggle so i would have to exercise at home so one thing you know for some of you maybe you can get on youtube and find some kind of exercising video maybe you can get a a treadmill or maybe you can get you know um and for me i do beach body you know 30 minutes a day and and you you pay maybe a hundred dollars for a year membership mm-hmm. you know and not just that Um, I make sure that I'm drinking water. I make sure that I'm drinking some kind of tea, you know, that I'm taking my vitamins. All of those things are self-care because we need the energy in order to be there for ourselves and to be there for our children. So it's all about changing the small things. Maybe not eating after a certain time, you know, seven o'clock at night, because, you know, once you eat a heavy meal, it sits on your stomach. So I think really um, it's just about the small things, the small things that we do as mm-hmm. self care. Again, you know, pray, work out at least thirty minutes a day. Make sure you're drinking enough water. Make sure you're not eating after a certain time. Um, you know, just small things like that. Making sure you're taking your vitamins. Making sure you're, you're drinking some kind of tea, some kind of detox. You know, things like that are very important. They're simple. They're easy, and they're very helpful.
0: And they're also cost efficient because I also think that a lot of times when you see stuff online, people think of self-care and they think of, I have to pay for um, a a spa day or something like that. There's a huge cost to self-care when it could be just finding a time to take care of yourself, Um, find a time to be still, find a time, like you said, to take your vitamins and make sure you're drinking water. Drinking water is so powerful. And I think a lot of us are just not paying attention to that. Right. Um, The importance of hydration. So yes, I definitely agree with a lot of what you said is the little things, taking time to pay attention to the small things. Right. In regards to self-care. Right. So on that note, um, we have talked about your background, why it's so important for mothers to find time to take a break for themselves. Uh, We've discussed self-care, but I also want to, end things with talking a little bit about your background and your work in mental health coaching. So what is the biggest lesson that you have learned in your line of work and how does it apply to mothers in general?
1: Um, Everybody's different. You know, um, in my line of work, I've learned that everybody is different. So don't compare yourself, you know, to another mother because all of our circumstances are different, you know, we just have to move um, in, in the best way that we can according to you know our family dynamic. And so, what I think is very important, um, or that could kind of cause even more stress, is when a mom is trying to compare her life to another mom's mom's life. You know, you know, one mom may be single and they may not mm-hmm. have that support, and then another mom may be married, so they may have a little extra support. And then, you know, this family over here, this mom over here may be more financially stable than this mom. And so I just want to encourage mothers, don't compare yourself Mm -hmm. um, to what you see on social media or or the life that you see your friend have or your family member have or your coworker have. Um, Just live life to the best of your ability. Just um, get the support and help that um, is affordable for you or, you know, that is reasonable for you. So um, I think that's that's the important Uh thing. Just not not comparing yourself, knowing that we all have a purpose. Our purpose is different. You know, we're going to we're going to go through our journey maybe in a different way. But as long as we keep walking, we're going to get there. You know, whether you're you're crawling, walking, jumping or running, you're going to get there if you don't quit. So I think that's just very important. And that's something that I I have learned as I've worked with people.
0: Wow. And on that note, I think that is a wonderful way for us to end this episode. Thank you so much. Thank you. Jacqueline for coming on. And can you tell everyone where to find you on social media and everything else?
1: Sure. So you can go to my blog. It's called You Are the Coolest Mom on the Go. And it's at yatc two. You can also find my mom's group, which is on Facebook at YATC2 as well. Um, I'm also on um, Instagram. Um, If you want to look more into the mental health coaching, you can go to MWW Mental Health Coaching on Instagram.
0: Awesome. And I'm going to have all of her contact information in the show notes. Once again, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I hope everyone gets As much out of this interview as I did, it was wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you
1: for having me, girl. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) And we will be back in a little bit for the three breakaways. It is now time for our three breakaways. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was so great talking to Jacqueline and learning about how to take a break as a mother. So let's get right into it with breakaway number one being a mom is not all you are put on this earth to do i am going to repeat that because it is absolutely a fact being a mom is not all you are put on this earth to do Um, as jacqueline says sometimes we stick ourselves in this box and what you read so many times especially with mothers is that You know, you stick yourself in the box of motherhood and you get yourself in there and then you act like you can't get out of that box. Oh, no, I can't go back to school because I'm a mom. Oh, no, I can't go after my goals because I'm a mom and the kids I can't start dating again after I was widowed or divorced because I'm a mom. And I'm not trying to throw shade at anyone going through these situations. But I just really want you to check into why you are putting yourself into a box. And please don't let it be because you're a mom. Because I'm pretty sure we can reach out and touch a a single working mom that's been able to go out and go back to school. That's been able to start her own business. That's been able to achieve her dreams and her goals and do things in her life all while being a mom. Now, I'm not saying that these things are gonna be easy, but if you are a single mom, you know that you know how to think outside that box without being trapped in that box. So I want us to take that as a breakaway. Being a mom is not all you're put on this earth to do. Breakaway number two, you have to replenish for your purpose. Stress wears on your body. I am a prime example of that. A couple years ago, working, working, being a mom, taking care of everyone, momming people that did not need me to be a mom. And my health was on a decline to the point that my blood pressure was 235 over 100. It is a wonder that I'm on this mic talking to you now. You have to replenish for your purpose. You have to replenish for your purpose before your body (laughs) tells you these things and you are taken away from us or you are hospitalized. So take a break. Set a timer for 15 minutes, 30 minutes just to lay down, to sit still, to meditate, as Jacqueline says. Uh, Read a book. Go for a walk. Pick an activity, something for you. Something that lets you clear your mind and not get wrapped up in all the drama and the things and the mommy task going on around you. Because you can't feel from an empty cup. You have to replenish for your purpose to achieve all these great things that you want for yourself, your kids, your family, your friends. And finally, breakaway number three. And this isn't even just for mothers. I think this is for everyone stop comparing yourself to others. Jacqueline says, stop comparing yourself to other moms. But again, like I said, that is universal. We get so trapped in this comparison culture. We look on social media. We look at news stories, movies, and things like that. And We have this list of things, what my child is supposed to be wearing for school, what my child is supposed to be eating, what I'm supposed to look like as a single mother. Stop comparing yourself to others. You don't know what's going on behind the glitz and the glamour, honey. Those people are out there probably struggling. You can only be the best mama and the best person that you can be. So wake up in the morning and tell yourself that I am open to love. I am a great mother and I am awesome. Everything else will fall into place. Trust me. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. Uh, for questions, comments, and concerns, reach out to the podcast at the Kester Group at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at pmkester. Follow us also on any podcast platform, but especially if you are on apple or google rate us review and subscribe also reach out to us on soundcloud until next time take a little time to take a break bye